are so honored that you're here with us for season three. We want to share, connect, and grow the Paper Flower community with you. Welcome to Paper Talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paper Talk. Today's episode is sponsored by a patron, Jennifer Desplant. We appreciate your donation and we're excited to keep creating content for the Paper Flower community. If you're interested in supporting us, head on over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash paper talk and sign up as a patron. We would love to see you there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Paper Talk. Today, we have Devin Head with us, and he is the regional sales manager for Kai Scissors. And he's been the regional sales manager for about five years. He's out of Washington State, and we're so excited to have him on so that we can ask him all about Kai Scissors. So welcome, Devin. Hey, welcome, how's it Devin. Going? <laughs> Good to be here. <laughs> so excited. I just have to say, I love your scissors. I've been using several other ones, but I discovered you when I was sewing mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I got to try this on my crepe paper. And it just blew my mind how sharp and how long yeah. it stays sharp. And it's really great for the hand. If you have never used any Kai scissors, I love the weight of it. I have small hands, but the weight of it works really well. I can cut literally thousands of petals, which I've done. And it doesn't tire my hand and has a nice grip. Can you tell us more about the science behind Kai scissors? Like, where did they start? Tell us who Kai is. How did you come to be working for them? Yeah, Kai is a company that's based out of Japan. It was actually started in 1908, just doing knives and eventually razor blades. And it wasn't until like 1973 that they pushed into the science of scissors, uh, which is really interesting because scissors are do have their own science to it. You would just think, you know, two blades rubbing against each other, mm-hmm. that works great. But between the, the pivoting and just making sure that the blade is bent, properly, there is a science to it. And a couple things that set them apart is that they actually put a little kind of a concave angle on the inside of the blade. So you're really only getting the edge to rub against each other, just cutting down on friction, things like that. So yeah, it's for, like I said, it's since 1973, they've been doing it and they've been perfecting it and it shows. I mean, we are, we're growing and people are asking about us and this is uh, an honor to be, be asked to do this because realistically, I feel like we're a, a smaller company. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, our reach is really growing and it's worldwide now. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, we have so many people, especially in like the UK and Asia. They're like, where can we get these Kai scissors? Or even in Canada. Yeah. 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 So so up in Canada, you guys have HA Kid, which is the distributor up there. And I know that they primar- they have a few offices throughout the country, but I think they primarily are selling to quilt stores and things like that. And I also know they don't have quite the wide range of items as we do. So for just about anybody in the world, you can buy from us when we're not in a COVID season. Mm-hmm. We, we open that up. Yeah. Yeah. We open that up for people. But right now we've kind of stopped that just because things are taking, you know, a month, two months to get to somebody outside of the country. So it's just too much of a headache. But once we get out of this, we'll open it up again and you can order from us and we have very wide selection. And we say us, you mean from the website? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. KaiScissors.com. You can also, there's Kai Group, which is the company that is in Japan. So that's kind of covering the Asian market. And then as far as the European market, market, you have Kai Europe. So you can look look into them and they have different locations, Germany and France that, that you can get to. So yeah. That's awesome. And so where are the scissors made? They're made in Japan, right? Yeah, primarily. 
really. The majority of the scissors made in Japan, especially all of our larger scissors, a couple of the smaller black handled scissors, they, they're running out of laborers in Japan. The, the younger people aren't having kids and the older generation is still there. And so there's just having a, a problem with getting people to do work. And so they had people from Vietnam come into the country and work in their warehouses for, I want to say three, four years, getting ready for a plant that they just opened in Vietnam. So some mm-hmm. of our... Yeah, some of our smaller uh, scissors are made there now, but the majority of our scissors are still made in Japan. It's just, just an issue of getting labor. So, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's just your industry. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think right. it's yeah. everyone's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit the history of the scissors? Touched upon it before, but... The history is really, it, it was a guy who was working for a company out there doing knives and then decided he was going to do his own thing. And is his name was, Kai? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's it called, Kai Scissors? <laughs> no, uh, it, actually, it's gone through some name changes. Oh. It's like Feather Company. It was Sanwa at one point. Kai was kind of a group coming together of workers, kind of just a merger, essentially. Came together and, and made the Kai group. Been that name since the early 70s. Um, so ever since then, it's, it's been pretty solid with Kai. But yeah, so yeah, the company has made over 10,000 different products. So you're looking at things for cooking and anything that includes cutting. Basically, they, they've got it covered. But yeah, the scissors, like I said, since the 70s have been going on. They started out with just your general dressmaking shears and it was all drop forged. Um, so when you think of your older scissors that are all hand, all metal, big, mm-hmm. big, bulky tailoring scissors, that's kind of where it all started. And they still do make those. And those are really the only scissors that are still made that way. We had a representative come and he said, they're made by senile old men. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just that that tradition of making it. Those are the guys that have been doing it forever that that they trust with that task. Otherwise, most of our scissors, a lot of the smaller scissors are stamped out. So you get a a sheet of metal and they stamp it out. And then obviously from there, take it and grind it and, and form it into the scissor. And then our thicker scissors, they laser cut them out. So you have a big sheet of metal, cut it out and same process. You go ahead and temper it and grind it out and, and make it into the shape that you need. But, but yeah. So interesting how technology has grown and how it's changed. Like back then you wouldn't say laser your scissors yeah, out. Yeah, You'd right. be forging it. So this is such yeah. an interesting change on how technology has advanced and made things easier and faster to create mm-hmm. all these pieces. Can we talk about some of the different scissors that you have? What other scissors would you recommend for cutting papers? Because specifically our target works with paper all the time. Yeah. So generally when I'm speaking, I, I go to the 7,000 series, but that's our, our sharpest, our hardest metal is going to last the longest kind of thing. But realistically for paper, you don't need something with such a sharp edge. You want something that's going to last. And that's with our 5,000 series, which I think you're referring to the 5210 yeah. mm-hmm. is what you use. Yep. So with the 5,000 series, it's a little flatter angle. It's more of a traditional uh, scissor angle. And that's the thing I have in my house. You know, that's my wife got a got a set of scissors. It's 5210, the 5135 and a 5100. So you're covering your four inch, your five and a half inch and then your eight inch shear. And that I think that pretty much covers most people. If you're looking for something special, you know, we have things with curves in it. You know, I don't know if you how much you guys are dealing with, you know, trying to cut away from your project and not poke into it. But yeah, we have things with curves on it. That'd be the 5100C or 5130. Sorry if I'm I'm talking too fast. These numbers are just rolling off of your tongue. Like, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just spewing numbers now. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll have those links and the pictures of the scissors in our show notes. So if you guys want a closer look into the different types of scissors, we'll put that in our show notes for you guys. Yeah, and feel yeah, please ask me for the pictures. I can send you guys some as well. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. (laughs) I'm trying to picture them in my head. I'm like, whoa, they kind of curve out. Like how? Yeah, for those people that are going to be on Patreon, 
right? They get to see, but uh, yes. we have some with that kind of curved tip that ah. curves up, you know, so the bent handle. Cool. Yeah. They're really great for skidding into those small details. When you're creating those petals with a ruffle edge and you want to create a more ruffly edge, what I do is I take those curved scissors and I make little swoops inside the petals and then you can ruffle them even more and you can get to those really tiny little corners. Because sometimes you just want to make those, like for example, the rose leaf or those little tiny divot. That's the secret, you guys. Getting those curved scissors in, it really makes a big difference and it makes it a lot easier. I know guys, they always have their garage and their tools. Well, we have our tools with our mm. scissors and having the right tools really does make a difference. It makes it a lot easier. I mean, mm-hmm. you can definitely do it with regular equipment. Like for example, if you want to whisk some eggs, you can easily do it with chopsticks or forks. But if you have a whisk, it'll make the job so much easier. I say that's a stuff when we talk about here a lot is having the proper tool. My boss, when he was growing up, his dad did not like to do work at the house. So he didn't want all the special tools and stuff. He did because he didn't want the ability to do it. He worked at the sewing shop and had to do all that kind of stuff there. So, so he would, he'd tell me he had a hammer and a screwdriver and if they needed <laughs> to do anything, that's all they got to use. <laughs> so now, awesome. so now, yeah, he's like, I buy any tool I need. If it's just take a specialty tool, I buy the tool. Yeah, yes. so. <laughs> do you guys, do you have wire cutters? Um, we have some, actually, I wish I had it right here with me. We have a 5150 that is a utility scissor. It's got a serrated edge on there for grip, but also has a little cutout in it for cutting wire and things like that. Ooh. Oh, I need I'd to say, get a hold of that. I know. And <laughs> <laughs> say we're not, we don't have anything for cutting like, you know, really thick wire, but if what you guys are using it for, yeah, absolutely could do that. No problem. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right. I'm going to have to come back and like, uh, let me check that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 5150. That's the guy. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. My One of my favorite scissors is the 5165. So it's mm-hmm. five and a half pair of scissors and they're my key to fringing because it mm-hmm. has that little curved bell so you're really has really sharp edge so you can like fringe as close as possible and it's magnificent yeah another one i'd point you to for that is a 3140 so the 3000 series is a little thinner metal and because of that we can actually put some really 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 fine tips on there it's not one we typically sell and not one we sell a whole lot of but for those people that are looking for something different or something oh my gosh i'm writing my i'm like oh i need to add that to my list yeah Yeah, because we i mean we do fine detail work and then we also do kind of everyday work like so having a variety of scissors that have different characteristics actually benefit us a lot just because of the different ways that we use them yeah yeah and that's kind of the conversation that we have to have with husbands right i mean when i'm at a trade show talking with a husband he's like how many scissors do you need well there's a job for each one so (laughs) there's a job for each one and and, you know what fits your hand right yeah yes (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's so key. Okay, another question I have for you. Mm-hmm. How do we go about storing archive scissors? Should they be flat, like in a drawer? Should, can we put them on like those magnetic knife blocks that you just put on the wall? Yeah. Can you put it down like in a pencil holder? What's the best way to do this? Yeah, so the idea, I mean, kind of with, with your knives as well, is the less that they're banging into things, the, the better they're going to hold up. You know, if you're going to hang it up on a magnet thing up there and it's not clanking around or, or smacking into it, you know, you should be fine and putting points down is kind of the more worrisome spot right because if you bend the tips of your scissors that's where you're going to start getting snags and catching on things and making tears so points points down isn't 
really ideal unless you have some kind of case that you put it in. We have little rubber tip covers that we put on a lot of our scissors to help protect the points. So you can do that. But yeah, realistically, just protecting the blade, however you store it. And how often should you be sharpening your scissors? That all comes down to, to how much you use it. For the person that's going to be doing it as a job, you know, day in and day out, that's something you want to visit, I would say, at least once a year just to make sure that, you know, it's never going to fail on you. But for the general crafter and things like that, I've had people that have come to see me and said, I haven't had these sharpened in 15 years. <laughs> and, 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 that sharp, you guys, seriously. Yeah, right? <laughs> so and it's all a matter of, all right, how much did she actually use it? You know, did was she using it every day? Like, like she's saying she did, or, you know, did she take a five-year break from doing stuff? You know, now she's back into it. So yeah, realistically, once you start to see problems, it starts to, to fold, fold the paper or cause a tear, something like that. It just realistically, when you want to get it done, the sooner you get it done, the better for your project. So. So if they want to do like self-made as a home, do you recommend like a sharpening stone or a sharpening? They have those, what do you call those kind metal those pieces? Through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for our scissors, we, we recommend taking them to a professional. The reason being that you can really match that angle or they can match the angle and give it, get it back to what it's supposed to be. But as far as doing at home, if you have the skill to do a whetstone or, or something like that, by all means, go ahead and do it. If you, it's, there's no reason that you couldn't do it if you, if you know what you're doing. And then the pull through stuff, it, the issue with that, is yeah, it'll sharpen it, but it might not be in the same angle that it came from the factory. It's not going to be back to what it originally was. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll sharpen it, and you'll be setting up a new angle, and and it'll work for you. But it just won't be like like it originally was, was made to be. So, yeah. so another question: I have a lot of scissors because I like to try them all and I have backup scissors. Yeah. So at one point, if I have way too many scissors, is there a way to recycle them? That's a really good question. We don't delve with that too much just because a lot of scissors that we have here, they go into a seconds box. And eventually when we get enough of them, then we look at putting those up for sale. And that's, you know, we just go ahead and we resharpen them and try and get them working for you. But yeah, I don't have a whole lot of experience with, with recycling scissors. It's not something we, we deal with that much. Yeah, I think living in the Pacific Northwest, everyone's always said, how do you recycle that or yeah right does yeah. that go in the recycle bin <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to make sure i cover all the questions yeah that some of our supporters are asking us <laughs> yeah i haven't haven't looked into it too much i, I couldn't give you a good on good answer on that so we love your kai scissors do you guys ever do promotions and how do we get on that list no, be notified on your promotion so we do do promotions for the most part it's a we can't just open it up to everybody it's not something we can post on our social media just because we'll get an influx and with us dealing with japan they're slow to to get us the products when we when we ask for it. It takes takes a while. So with that being said, uh, you can go to kaiscissors.com and down at the bottom of the page, there's a, a spot where you can sign up for our newsletter. We use the word newsletter loosely because it's realistically, it's, it's advertising two sales a year, generally one in the spring and one in the fall. And we send you about four emails over that period of those sales and that's it. So you get about eight emails for the whole year. So we're not people that are going to keep begging you to come to our website and, <laughs> yeah. and checking it out, right? So, so yeah, those are the two of the year. Um, otherwise, if you see us at a trade show, we try to do better and inside secret, I'm a bit of a sucker. So if you <laughs> ask me for it, <laughs> if you ask me for a deal, I'll generally give you a deal. So if you, if, yeah, yeah, if, you, yeah, if you see me, just ask it, and I'm a nice guy. So I'll do it. I always tell people I'm not a salesman, right? Uh, the, scissors, <laughs> the scissors are good. And so they sell themselves just, you know, 
<laughs> here they are. Try them out, right? Yeah, they really do. <laughs> yeah. I challenge anyone to try a pair of Kai scissors and not fall in love with them. Yeah. They cut so smoothly and so easily that you're just like, what? And this is, I'll give you a good story. So I did a workshop with Kate Alicorn at the Bellevue Botanical Garden, and I had brought some scissors for her class. Literally, there was maybe about 18 people. Five people out of the 18 immediately says, I want to buy this pair of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, technically they're used, but they just loved it. So I did sell it to them. And it's just amazing because a lot of people don't have good quality scissors for paper. And it does make a world of a difference. I think a lot of people are surprised in general when they get a hold of a good pair of scissors. Everybody's used to using their Fiskars and things like that. So we had a thing going on at church and we had a lady try out a pair of scissors and she's just like, oh my gosh, what are these? Yes, you know? exactly. <laughs> That's what we what is this magical thing that I'm holding? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it all comes down to, you know, giving people a sharp scissor that, that helps a lot. And then something that doesn't have a lot of tension on it. So they're not working and hurting their hand trying to, to cut through things. I don't know how often you guys deal with lay, layers and things like that, but it really, really shows when you're cutting multiple things at the same time, just how easy it is compared to your typical scissors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ship internationally? So, yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about before we do. So specifically with, with Canada, because you you're up there. We do ship with the ship to, to Canada. The issue is that we don't cover duties and things like that. Right. So customs and duties gets a little expensive sometimes and it yes. all depends on how they, they decide to categorize at that time. So that does make it tricky. But yes, we do ship up there. It's just dealing with customs. Don't worry. I know. I just caught hit with UPS customs brokerage today and I was like, oh, yeah. it's yeah, <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> They're yeah, like, right? we're going to check every package that comes through. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, if we do international workshop, don't worry. We will be carrying a lot of Kai scissors with us and we'll bring it to you. <laughs> yeah. So how often do you guys get together and do stuff? Well, we try to do it twice a year, but okay. you know, with COVID zero, yeah. but hopefully next year with the vaccine now in place, we're lucky we're in Seattle. We actually have a lot of people that are now queuing in to get the vaccine yeah, and hopefully yeah. they'll open it up to the public. And I've talked to actually a lot of researcher because there is a lot of science research here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky enough to be be on this email list to be have the behind the scenes, yeah. with like Dr. Larry Corey of the Fred Hutch, who's handling all the different vaccine studies for this. So it's really reassuring to know that this vaccine is going to be ill work. So I'm yeah. really excited to be in line for that. Yeah, very cool. So that Hi. way we could do more international workshop. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I am not particularly familiar with the, the world of paper flowers and things like that. I've been so focused on on fabric and things like that. So any input you guys have as to things that, that you need or ideas for products, be happy to hear it. The, you know, once again, Japan is slow to get stuff, so it'd be hard to, to get it to happen. But, you know, if you have input, like I showed you, this is earlier, the 5130, that's one we specifically, yeah. specifically asked for and they were able to make it. So if you guys ever have input, please let us know because it's something we're, we're always trying to grow and trying to create more things and help everybody out. So what's the best way for someone to reach out to you through email or your website? Yeah. So the, uh, the easiest way would probably be through email. Um, that's Kai scissors at gmail.com. Pretty easy. But if you are trying to get a hold of me specifically, would, <laughs> which this might be dangerous to say, but, uh, Kai scissors, <laughs> Kai scissors, Instagram, if you message on there, I'm the one that deals with it. So you'd be talking to me or you can just address it 
it to Devin when you email us at kaiscissors.com. So awesome. I love your team at Kai Scissors. They're really yeah. close to me. It takes me about half an hour drive to get to your warehouse, but the whole team is really amazing and so nice. I was surprised to see you two weeks back to back. <laughs> I know. I really sold out on my holiday boxes. So that's a oh, fantastic nice. thing. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah I think it's buying them all up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I might be coming back again pretty soon. I just okay. <laughs> uh, almost sold out my last order that I just got just last week. So I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's wow. pretty exciting. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw your post on Instagram that you have this big, big gift box that you're working on there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And right now, if you check my Instagram account, they're doing unboxing. So I'm trying oh. to share it on my stream. So it's really fun to see everyone like excitement of getting the wrap boxes and then opening it up. So it's super yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Okay. So we have one thing we always ask our podcast interviewees. So when you're working, we'll just put it that way. Yeah. What do you drink? And can you watch anything or listen to podcasts <laughs> while oh. you're working? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, a, that's an inside secret here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't be broadcasting that on yeah, a podcast yeah, right. in case your boss is listening. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's fine. He's fine. So a, a lot of my job is, especially now that I'm not traveling, is taking the scissors, adjusting them and polishing them. So when I'm at the wheels, polishing the blades, a lot of times I'm listening to political commentary and things like that, just trying to keep, keep up with what's going on. But when I sit down at the desk, I'm either on Disney Plus watching Mandalorian or or on YouTube watching, you know, I'm I'm a reflection of my age. I play video games, so I watch a lot of people play video games. But yeah, (laughs) as far as what I I drink, I have problems with drinking water. I just, I don't like the blandness of it. So I get some flavoring and put some pink lemonade. Ah, fancy. (laughs) Love that. Well, thank you so much, Devin. This has been such a pleasure having you on here and giving people a sneak peek of what Kai Scissors is all about. I really appreciate the opportunity. You know, this, like I told Quinn, I think uh, when we did the Instagram live that I really haven't done this stuff. So this is, you know, new and exciting for me, especially since I don't get to get out and see people anymore. So, so interacting with us is like the highlight of your day. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes it so I don't have to be working with, the, you know, adjusting scissors. So. Let me know anytime. DM me. It's like, oh, I need to do a live with Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a break. Help me out. Yeah, for sure. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Devin. It was great to finally meet you after. Yeah. I always hear from Quinn how great Kai scissors are and how great your team is out there as well because I'm always amazed that she can pick up like she literally like picking up scissors like right from your warehouse so that's amazing I mean the stuff that you guys do uh, for us as artists and as crafters it means a lot yeah well thank you yeah whatever we can do to help just let us know it's no problem all right thank you so much yeah thank you (laughs) if you're looking for a way to support us please hit subscribe and write us a review we would appreciate it so much you can also support us as a patron on patreon.com your contribution would help us continue to create great content for you and the paper flower community.